In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Lying in wait. The sound of departing hoofbeats settles into the dark evergreen boughs and disappears. Torgovets stands for a long while, staring at the swaying branches. His thick hands are clasped behind his back, his topmost thumb toying with a length of string hanging from the hem of his woolen tunic. Then, with a puff of his cheeks, he releases his breath and turns to survey the camp. It is full of activity. Here, the aerosmith looks down the length of an arrow shaft to check for warping. There, a farrier rasps the forehoof of a patient horse, whose ears twitch against the whispered annoyance of a cloud of insects. Children run in practiced, silent play along the deadfall fence of the small vegetable patch, while their parents pause from honing blades to watch with hardened faces. Their faces won't smile, but their eyes do. The camp has been growing steadily as more desperate people from the valley have fled to the safety of the mountains to join the network of Sekretninij gathering points. Runners between the camps have shared word of swelling numbers as the desperate have fled from ancestral homes to seek relief from the Reaver's soldiers. Many are ready to fight back. All have been put to work to help the cause. Word has been spreading quickly, and the valley has been growing more and more empty. The Exodus has not escaped the notice of the enemy, and they've been active in their attempts to prevent departures. Too well they realize the danger of the growing movement, and over the last couple weeks reports have come to Torgavets and other leaders of families caught and imprisoned, or worse. All too often, columns of smoke rising from burning farms have been seen ascending. Their silent testimony has been intended to serve as a warning. Instead, they have been hardening resolve and invoking a spirit of vengeance. And what a vengeance it has been. In some cases, resistance groups have actively attacked mounted patrols, leaping from the concealment of waving grass to bear down armored warriors from terrified horses. In some cases, coordinated bands have lured patrols into ambushes in the forests at the distant west end of the valley. Each reprisal has built the knowledge and fighting spirit of the scattered groups. But the Reaver's forces are numerous and coordinated and as long as the door to the sea lies open through Seragavan, more will arrive to replace the fallen. In the last few days, work groups radiating outward from the city have been cutting back grass from the roadways to reduce the likelihood of close attacks, and patrol sizes have been increased. Made wary by the increased strength in the valley below, the various hidden camps have withdrawn to prepare for a larger planned attack. There is palpable tension in the air, the feeling of a storm about to break. And so the work continues. Weapons are perhaps easiest for the resistance to come by because farming implements tend to be dangerous already. With some deft craftsmanship, hoes, pitchforks, and other handled tools have been converted into serviceable polearms that will be helpful against mounted opponents. Farmers have always been handy with the various cutting tools for the close work, and the grindstones have been kept spinning to put keen edges on blades. It's armor that has been hardest to find, and only a select few have been able to cobble together some form of protection from weapons. Mainly, the humble fighters have come to rely on speed, agility, and surprise to win. 
it has been effective to this point. Torgovets makes his way back into the heart of the camp. For all the activity going on around him, there is very little noise. The forge has been fitted with leather screens to help muffle some of the noise of hammering. Few livestock are kept here at the camp, and even the children have long since been taught to keep their voices low. The weary leader nods appreciatively and stops to converse in low tones with some members. He nods, gestures to passers-by, and within a few minutes has made his mind known. The recently arrived strangers have departed, and what will happen next is uncertain. From the tales that have made their way to Trand, however, it seems that once in motion things happen quickly, and it would be best to be prepared. So Torgavets electrifies his compatriots with low-spoken words, his gentle manner and simple plan putting a bit of liveliness into those who are listening. Faces go hard at his words, and resolve appears in eyes that have long wished to see action against the hated foe. When the group disperses, everyone moves with purpose. Within the space of a quiet half-hour, the bulk of the people here have gathered their meager possessions and have assembled at the edge of the trees. With grim nods and quiet words, they say farewell to those who will remain, and the troop of a couple hundred begins to file through the trees. On secret paths, they tread with care, their feet carrying them swiftly over moss-covered ways to the tumbled stone of the foothills below. Their humble clothing works to their advantage here as the earth tones help them blend with their surroundings, and they cautiously move ever lower, pushing at last out into the first level stretches of the valley floor. About a half mile out from the closest hill, the members crouch in the swaying grass, each one's view of the world shrinking immediately from a vast plain to a grass-ringed circle of blue sky above. But they remain in communication with low voices. On occasion, one will peek up to look for signs of activity and convey the latest along the line. The minutes melt into hours. Some drowse in the growing warmth of the morning, and then, not far distant, comes the harsh cry of panicked horses. Word comes down the line, prepare. Silence hangs in the air, excitement surges like the pound of a pulse in the throat and anticipation floods the hidden troop. The silence and the strain of waiting is almost to the point of unbearable. And then, a loud boom echoes across the plane.